All right, three, two, one. All right, here we are with the Upper Left Pod, episode two. Uh, today on the podcast, we are talking our top five stories of the week so far. Uh, we're also going to be caught talking about the NFC over-under win totals for each team. We'll cover every single team, every single division, our division winners. Uh, we will then take those division winners another episode and uh, talk about who we think is going to make the Super Bowl. We're also going to close it out today, guys, with our best things of summer. With summer wrapping up here pretty soon, we want to make sure we get out. What we believe are the best things for summer are today. I'm joined with my brother, Jordan. Uh, and yeah, we will get going. Once again, we are brought to you today, guys, by the Cowlitz PUD. Thank you, Cowlitz PUD, for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, and here's your shout out. Take control of your account and make interacting with Cowlitz PUD easy with Smart Hub. Through Smart Hub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Cowlitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Cowlitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, Smart Hub. All right, guys, welcome back to the Upper Left Pod, episode two. We have today with us my brother, Jordan. Jordan, how are we doing today? We're doing great. How's everyone doing out there? I'm glad everyone's tuning in. Uh, I am too. And I'm going to send a preface this real quickly, guys. So we actually recorded this entire episode yesterday. Uh, It is now Wednesday, 9.14 a.m. We recorded this about the same time yesterday. However, your person who's in charge of this which is me decided it's the IT the IT guy the guy whose job it is to make sure everything runs right did not hit record on my bluetooth section of my brother calling in he's not here with me he's actually calling in and I did not record him and we did an hour and a half pod and did not have any of his audio so Jordan um go yeah. ahead. you can roast me real quick go ahead I'll give you I'm going to give you 15 seconds to roast well, me I mean, I we all make mistakes. I just hope you look at yourself and do better. And uh, you just can't make those errors, you know. One day at a time, got to, as uh, Chip Kelly would say, you got to win the day. Yeah. And hopefully, he, we win today. As an Oregon fan, you think I would win the day, and I think right now I am seeing your levels pop up. So I think we're good to go today. I think we are yeah. good to go. Hopefully. So, so as you heard in, in the beginning, we're going to talk first our top five stories of the of what's happened the past couple days uh, since Monday. And I'm just going to pull this up right here. So our first one we're going to talk about the guy days, our first one we're going to talk about is, I think, one of the biggest news coming out for the state of Washington. And that is Washington State, Alan A Casino, right down the road from us on I-5, is getting a sports book. Congratulations. Yeah. Can you, I mean, can you a hundred percent believe that? I mean, we are getting a sports book, Jordan. We're getting a sports book. Yeah. Finally, I can finally in quotation marks gamble on college football. It, I've never done that. It's illegal until now. And I can't wait to do it. Exactly. And it's just big, big time stuff. I mean, finally going to happen is we're going to have some freedom to, like gamble legally that's awesome it's not set in stone yet but the rules have been 
unanimously approved by the uh, the uh, state and have been sent to the Secretary of the Interior to be approved, and they have 45 days to give us give the state a decision, and then at that point, it's all good. Yeah, hopefully if it's approved, then they if you're if the casinos are ready, they can open a book and start making some money. I mean, it'd be, losing. I it'd mean, be so fun to just go on a Sunday or Saturday, go sit in the sports book, have some drinks, play some bets responsibly, and just have some fun. That's what guys like to do. We like to get hand, we like yeah. to get we like to have some drinks. We like to bet on sports. I mean, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah, and, and then I'm just thinking they're also gonna just broke the ground on a uh, hotel there and they're going to have a hotel. I'm thinking like play some golf, play some bets. Try mountains right there. Try mountains right there. Shout out Try mountain. We've both worked there. Uh, shout out to yeah. Try mountain. You guys are an amazing golf course. Love you guys. Yeah. No free yeah, shout outs. I think it's, I think it's just going to be awesome. I can't wait to do, I can't wait for a Saturday or Sunday to go to the casino and, Make my money. Yeah, it says rules should be going in effect August 30th following unanimous approval from the commission. Sports betting in Washington can only take place on in-person at a tribal facility. So there won't be an app yet. So you'll have to go to the casino to do it, which wouldn't be that bad. Um, But yeah, just doing that live betting, I think it would just be awesome. It's going to be a great thing for the state. I think it's going to be a great thing just for fun. Um, But once guys, make sure you guys do gamble responsibly. We don't want to make sure you guys do anything wrong. Um, But with that coming out, with this coming out in August, if this goes through, Jordan... Big shout out here yeah. with, the, with the pod. We are going to be giving out our picks for oh. college football and NFL football. Yes, and if you live in the area, you can also drive to Oregon and place bets on their app, which I have to do right now. I do that probably once a week. Yes. But, yeah, it's really fun. I, when I lived in Portland, I would do it all the time. I mean, that, I, I wouldn't put a lot of money down, just like five bucks. It's so fun, you know, when you're just watching like a game you really don't care about, but just makes it a little more fun, a little more enjoyable for for me at least. It does. And for those people that like you think that you're like, oh, I just do fantasy sports. And you get that little high of fantasy sports on getting with those guys. Multiply that by 100 when you're putting even $5 down. You're like, I can't lose this $5. It's the exact same yeah. rush you get. It's just, it's so much fun. And it's faster than fantasy. You know, it's not like, oh, I won one week. And guess what? People, we don't really care about your fantasy team, so stop talking about them. Yeah, we will talk fantasy here in a little bit. No, not this podcast. No. But we will talk fantasy once again. No. Okay. No, listen. If I'm going to give you soccer, you get to listen to fantasy. No, okay. If we talk fantasy, I'm going to start talking about Lord of the Rings. Okay. All right. So that's our first one. Washington State getting sports betting. Hopefully by August 30th, we'll know what's going on. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully. Our second. Hopefully sooner. Hopefully sooner. Our second one we're going to talk about today is this is going to be in your realm. We just kind of mentioned it. Messi is going to PSG. Now, for you guys who don't know who Messi is or know what PSG stands for, my brother here, who is a big soccer nerd, which I can say that, right? You're a soccer nerd. I watch a lot of soccer. He does. I don't. Uh, the only soccer I watch, and you've said this is okay, is I watch the World Cup for men and women because yeah. I, that's, I, I, get it, I get excited for that, but I'm not a big soccer person, but I will get, it, I will get excited for the World Cup. Yeah, and, it's just nations playing each other is always fun. Yes, like, it's just like hockey. I don't watch hockey, but I will watch the Olympics when they have the hockey. So same thing. But which, which shout out by the way, I think I'm going to become a Kraken, uh, a Kraken fan crackin'. here coming up here pretty soon. By the way, their hats just dropped. Oh my god, they look awesome. I can't wait. I want yeah. the one with the anchor on it. But that's another topic. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to talk Messi PSG starting now. So PSU is basically the only team that could afford to buy Messi for these two years. And it's just 
crazy. It just changes the landscape of international soccer so much. Like, it's basically like Patrick Mahomes leaving the Chiefs and, like, going to the to like the New England, basically. That's what it would be like. That's how I would compare it. And it's just, it's just a crazy thing for me. I can't believe it happened, to be honest. Okay, and we can but preface this. I- and we can preface this by saying the reason why Messi, who is considered probably the greatest soccer player of our generation, is leaving is because Barcelona just can't afford him, correct? They don't have any money? Yeah, they made bad uh, investments and they just can't afford him. So they have to let him go. They, just, they can't. And hopefully, though, I'm thinking in like two, three years, he might be in the MLS just to finish out his career. He's always said he wanted to do that. That would be insane to go see Messi play. Isn't that what they normally do? Like the guys that are in like the European leagues, don't they come over? Like I remember Beckham coming over, uh, Terry Henry. Uh, he came over, yeah. by the way, shout out. I do know some soccer guys. Um, yeah. And then. Zlatan. Yeah. This, what's his name? Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah. He plays for LA, correct? He did. And then he went back and he's still really good. He was actually like a player that, was he went back to Italy and was I think they won the league this year in Italy for okay. AC Milan. So and when these he was guys, a good player. And when these guys come over to the United States, even if they're like thirty seven, they're still the best player in the United States. No, uh, I mean Messi would probably be okay. like now for the most part they're not, but they're like probably like a top ten percent player because okay. there's some like you know up and coming like South American players in the MLS that are basically going to go on. They're just like basically using the MLS as like a way to get exposure. So okay, this 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 soccer this soccer topic is hijacked. This so we're moving on yeah. from this. All right. Um. So now moving on from soccer, we're going to talk. Hard knocks was on last night. Hard knocks. Hard knocks that with the with the with so... the Dallas Cowboys was hilarious. If you guys I don't know what hard so... knocks is, if you guys don't know what hard knocks is, real quick, Jordan, hard knocks is. Yeah an HBO show that basically does a documentary of a team a week. And it is, it is one of the best production you'll see if you watch it when it comes to football, they really do a really good job of deep diving into the ins and outs of what happens in a uh, NFL team during leading up to the season. And it is a literally a documentary a week and it is awesome. It's on HBO. It's been on forever. I think it started with the 2001 Ravens, but the Dallas Cowboys are back for the fourth year and your soon-to-be wife had a great take so let's give her a little bit of credit with this what yeah. was her take on watching hard knocks i she i got her in the hard knocks when I, we started dating and she that's like how i got her into football to be honest because if you want to get anyone into a sport just tell them about the players and uh she watched it and then you, you know it, it also there's uh requirements you have to meet to be on hard knocks you can't have made the playoffs you can't be a first team head coach and like so it's usually not great teams that are on it. To, to like, and so I told her, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the fourth time they've been on hard knocks. And she goes, that's not good. And I go, why? And she's like, that's like being on bar rescue four times. She's like, true, it's not good. You're getting a lot of exposure, but you don't want to be on hard knocks. I no. Mean, it's awesome to watch. But the, one thing, the one thing with the Cowboys is they're always interesting because of Jerry Jones. And they always have some decent players. Like, we all know Zeke is a good player. We all know CeeDee Lamb's a good player. We saw Dak Prescott. They have some of these pieces that make him a good team. But they're on for the fourth time, which, like you said, it's like being on bar rescue. But the funniest yeah. thing for me, the funniest thing for me when it came to Hard Knocks was this. They had a little, Dak Prescott had a little bit of a, 
a, a shoulder issue. And so Jerry Jones, the owner, was talking to the, the medical staff. And while he's talking to the medical staff, he had the sandwich to his right. And the sandwich looked just like a McDonald's wrapper. And it was blurred out because they don't have the rights to show McDonald's. Sure enough, he unwraps it. And it's a McGriddle because the M was blurred out on the sandwich. And those things are salty enough as it is. Jerry Jones, billionaire owner, eating McDonald's, just as funny in its own, doused this thing with like seven or eight things of salt from a salt, a salt shaker. I mean, that, not like salt packets. Like not salt packets, a salt, a, I can't say it, salt shaker. Like why, yeah. Jerry Jones? Like that's getting almost 70% of your daily intake of salt on that that's one thing. And dude, you're salt. like 80 years old. You shouldn't be eating that a McDonald's sandwich the first off. So that to me was the biggest takeaway. What was your biggest takeaway from Hard Knocks? I think Dak tries too hard when the camera's on, to be honest. He's like, oh, he's mad and like, I want to be in there. I'm like, dude, just chill out. You know how to play football. We get it. You want to be known as like a guy who says, but you're hurt, you're hurt. It doesn't help anyone to go out there when you're hurt and get more hurt. It's yeah, like, he was hurt, and then he went back in and got hurt from trying to get in there. Yeah. Like, dude, you got hurt again because you already were hurt. They were being smart by keeping you out, and now you might be yeah. out longer than it needs to be. So I hard knocks is back. To be like the, he's trying to be the tough guy, but, but he is a tough guy, you know. He's, he did he, slam his foot into the ground to try and get his ankle back. That was I didn't know he did that. That was now, a savage move I didn't by him. Realize that was in, that, I mean, he is tough, but like we've all been around those kind of people. You're just like just chill for a little bit and then come back. He's like, yeah, that's my takeaway. If you didn't he see that, so against the Giants, he got his ankle rolled up on and broke his ankle. He tried like it, bad, it, was literally, like, it was bad, broken bad. He looked at it and then tried slamming it into the ground to fix it so he could keep playing in the game. That right there is a savage move by Dak Prescott. He earned some he got some respect uh from me on that one. That I don't know if I could do that. That was insane to me, but that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was a tough one. All right, our next story we're going to talk about is Ben Simmons to the Blazers question mark? I I hope. I hope. He's he's trying to force his way out. I've been watching this closely. I'm 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 a big NBA fan also. I'm I'm on the Reddit boards reading the theories. Like why can't we just why can't players this is my favorite Reddit one is the Warriors, they had an offense for him where each of the players hold hands around Steph Curry and dribble up the court and he just shoot threes. I saw that same one. That is an amazing theory yeah. and I wish it would happen. Yeah. But uh, that's like the flying V in Mighty Ducks. Like, what are you going to do against that? You can't stop it. But anyways, Ben Simmons, he wants out. He has to get out of Philly. Like, he's not returning phone calls. He, he, he's like going like Facebook official. He's done. He wants out. It's just like a matter of time. And he and then Daryl Morey, I think, has lost his ways as like the GM of the GM of the Sixers. I just—he used to be the GM of the of the Rockets when they would make all these crazy trades yeah, every year to try yeah. and get better. But I think he lost his touch, and everyone's just kind of like, "No, we're not giving you four first round picks for a player who can't shoot." If he came, you know? if, if he came to the Blazers, I think it would be like him and CJ. You'd have to give up probably Anthony Simons as well. You'd probably have to do that. 
And no, you probably have to give up Rocco because he has an or Derek Jones Jr. because they both are on great contracts. I would give away but Derek. I, I would give away. I would Jones. give away CJ and Derek Jones. I would do that. That would be fine. Because but they're going to want Rocco. They're going to take Rocco. Rocco was already there. Or, or they already dealt Rocco. Who was the other one you said? Yeah, but or they'll want a draft pick probably. I'd give away but CJ and a draft pick because I would, I would too. But they're actually they're because they're contracts are pretty because in the nba you have to match contracts you yes can't you just do be like you can't just trade anything you want but i think that they're like basically like like 0.2 million off of each other so like two hundred thousand dollars so it would just I, they got to do it i mean it would work simmons and i see for the blazers as a great third option because you just re-signed norman powell yes or even a fourth with nerf I, I would I would say this. I think if you get him in there, he gives you everything you need because the the biggest problem is when they yeah. need it, Dame gets hammered because he has the ball. This gives you a chance to have a guy that can bring the ball up. He's six foot ten, can kick, can get the ball, is a very good, can read, and it gives you guys like a Dame Rocco Powell can be off the ball. And you can get Dame off the ball. He's so deadly off the ball. Because if Ben Simmons can figure it out and can somehow like even just make lands, they have to collapse on him and he can dish out. And this would be if a great pickup for him. I think it'd be, it'd be amazing. Figure out an elbow jumper off a drive, you know, or even a, like a float. He doesn't even need a floater because he's 6'10". Not only that, he's you know what? Like the, the jump. I think the biggest thing, too, that would help out, too, is the one thing everyone says about Dame is Dame is one of the best leaders and one of the best yes. people in the NBA, and he might be able to get his mind right and get him to understand, like, listen, you still are a very good player in this league. We need you to win, and that gives you a lineup. If you could, if this could be a legitimate lineup, you could have out there, like, once again, this is, once again, we're just doing fantasy basketball, but whatever. You would have yeah. Dame, Ben, Norman, Rocco, and Nurk. That's a very good lineup. I like that yeah. lineup because you get, you, what you did is you gave away CJ, but you got defense, in Norman, you got defense in Ben. You got defense in um, Rocco. Nurk isn't a bad defender. Your worst defender out there is your best player in the, in, on, on the team that can make up for it shooting. Yes. And then, the, I mean, people always are like, well, what about your bench? If you do have, but in the NBA, it's not about your bench in the playoffs. I mean, I hope you have two players or possibly three that can come off the bench, but your starting lineup is where it's made. Yeah, because what it's was not, it? Yeah. The Bucks didn't. The Jazz had the deepest team, and where where are they? I don't know. Did the Bucks only play like seven players in the playoffs? Yeah, and they won. Exactly. So, so Ben Simmons to Portland. Hopefully, it happens. That's the big thing we're talking about right now. Last thing, Jordan, is before we got on the air, I asked Jordan the college. I told him, "Did you see the college football playoff or the college football top twenty-five? And he goes, "No." And I said, "Well, can you think? Can you name me the top five college football teams?" And he said, "Sure." And Jordan, to his credit without even looking at the list first, gave me the top 25 players. Can you, or top 25 teams. Oh, can not you, 25. I can't do that. Or can you give me the top five? Either. Give me the top five of the top 25. Okay, top five. Here it goes. Alabama, Clemson, uh, who, uh, who did I say was third? You said it in uh, order. You said, I'm guessing it's Alabama, Clemson, oh, Oklahoma, Clemson. Ohio State, and Georgia. Oh, yeah. You yes, are a hundred percent correct in those top five teams. It is a very chalky top twenty-five. The first Pac-12 team is Oregon at twelve, and then you have USC. At, yeah, they're going to be good. USC at fourteen. They're going to be good, but they're getting a new quarterback, a brand new quarterback. Well, he played last year. 
Anthony Brown was a transfer last year and played at the end and lost to Ohio State. So, yeah. He lost to Iowa State. He did. He didn't play the whole game. He only uh, played half the game. So, they have Oregon at 12, <laughs> USC at 14. And then the next team is Washington at 21. So, those 21. are the... 21. And then I think Utah was like... 26 or 27. I or I think they're better than they're always good. I think they are going to win the South. I think you. I think Utah is going to win the South. I don't trust USC. I don't trust Clay Helton. I just don't trust Clay Helton. I trust Winningham. I don't trust Clay Helton. I, I don't ever trust Clay. Helton. If they can get a quarterback figured out in Utah, they are a scary, scary team. And we'll talk probably. They, and we'll they talk had a next week. Come they did. They had a transfer come in, which I think if they get the quarterback figured out, they'll be fine. And we'll talk more US. We'll talk more Pac-12 and maybe expanding to the Pac-16 here next week, um, with, with Oklahoma and Texas going to the um, SEC. SEC. That's a whole other topic um, with those with the expansion. So we'll we'll talk that next week with Oklahoma, Texas going to the uh, SEC, which really just changes the entire landscape of college football. Um, yeah, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think Alabama's just going to win it this year? Like, no, you, I why, don't. Why? I'm going to say okay. I don't think because Alabama lost a lot. I think it might be the worst. This isn't going to sound crazy. It's the worst Nick Saban Alabama team he's I had. I think they're crazy. Huh? They're, they don't lose players. They no, no, no. I know. But they lost their quarterback, their top receivers. They lost like four or five linemen. They lost a lot of guys on the defense. I think it's their worst Alabama team, not saying it's the worst Alabama team, still said it's like a top five team. I don't think they're going to win it this year. If I had to say a team I think is going to win it that we may not know, we know, I'm going to say it's probably, if I had to give a team in the top 25, I'm going to give you two. I think Georgia and Oklahoma are the two teams I think could, could win it this year. Now, once again, that's not anything, anything crazy because Oklahoma and Georgia are in the college football playoff regularly. Clemson has some questions with... I can't say their quarterback's name. It's like Tunga, Tuovai, TJ, TJ uh, yeah. Uh, I, I can't he, say Hawaiian names. It's too hard for me. He almost, my favorite thing is he almost went to Oregon. He did almost go to Oregon. Yeah, uh, and so did that uh, JT Tuomalau from uh, the Eastside Catholic up in Seattle. He almost, he, he almost went to Oregon. He almost went, but he didn't go. No, but like Alabama, I mean, they got the quarterback that everyone's like, oh my God, Bryce Young, he's going to be so good. I don't know. He hasn't played it down yet. We don't know. Oklahoma has yeah. Spencer Rattler. They're going to still going to be good. They have all their skill position guys are coming back. They're good. Ohio State is going to have a quarterback battle with this new high school kid. Did you see this too? The high school kid that decided yeah. to forego his Ewers. senior season. Yeah, what's his name? Yeah, um, why Ewers. Not? He gave it. So if you guys don't know this, so Ewers is the number one quarterback in the nation, the highest rated quarterback ever in the history of of 24-7 sports. Even Andrew Luck, because he was like off the charts. Yeah, higher. The number one recruit ever in the history of, of high school football decided not to go to a senior season in high school and was going to Ohio State because he well, can sign multi... He's going to sign a million-dollar deal with the new with the new NIL thing. It's crazy. That's why he yeah, was like, I can give but, him my name, image, and likeness to go make money. Yeah, I'm doing that, which good for wait, him, but go make your money. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with that? Nothing's I mean, wrong with it. Credit and he did what he needed to do, and Texas doesn't want him to make money. I guess they're against capitalism. Then go where you can make money. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. Go play football. If Sorry, and I'm not saying like okay, guys from like Mark Morris, Kelso, and and Castle Rock shouldn't be leaving their senior season to try to go make money. That's not gonna happen. This guy's the number one recruit ever. This guy is gonna be in the NFL. This guy's gonna probably gonna start for them as a 17 year old. I mean, this kid's gonna start for Ohio State. He's as gonna beat the duck. He's gonna beat the duck. 
Yeah, the Ducks. I don't know what's going to happen there. But, which, by the way, speaking of the Ducks in Ohio State, so they were supposed to play last year in Autzen. However, because of COVID, they didn't do it. So now they're going to go and play Ohio State in Ohio State this year. Guess when the next time they play Ohio State is? It's like 2030. It's 10 years. It's 2020. Yeah. It's 2032. Like seven-year-olds are going to be like eight to nine-year-olds. Yeah, be it's crazy. Game. So yeah, right. top tw- well, not in the future then, but like not they're not going to have eight and nine-year-olds play that game. Like we're going to change the rules then, but they're eight and nine right now. Yeah, so here we go. So I'm going to give you the full top 25 here. This is nothing crazy, and then we'll move on. we got Alabama at one, Clemson two, Oklahoma three, Ohio State four, Georgia five, Texas A&M six, Notre Dame seven, Iowa State eight, North Carolina nine, which North Carolina could be a very good team, 10 Cincinnati, 11 Florida. Are they cheating again? Yeah, they're cheating again. They got Mac Brown. 12 <laughs> Oregon, 13 LSU, 14 USC, 15 Wisconsin, 16 Miami, 17 Indiana, 18 Iowa, 19 Texas. Indiana? Hey, Indiana 17. Yeah, well, they were good last year. I don't know. It's the hype. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Penn State 20, Washington 21, Oklahoma State 22, UL Lafayette 23, Coastal Carolina 24, and Ole Miss 25, which, by the way, if you ever watched Ole Miss with uh, Lane Kiffin, they're going to score a ton of points. They're not going to be able to stop anybody, though. They're going to score a ton of points. So we top talk 25. I'm going to go ahead and give our shout-out once again, guys, and come back to us. I'm going to give our shout-out to Cowboys PUD for sponsoring our podcast. Thank you, Cowboys PUD. Take control of your account and make interacting with Calitz PUD easy with Smart Hub. Through Smart Hub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Calitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Calitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, Smart Hub. All right, and we're back here. Now we're going to talk. We're changing gears. We just talked uh, talked about the top five sports stories we had this last couple of days. Now we're talking NFC over-under win totals. All right, NFC win totals over-under. So we have the ones in front of us of what they're projected by uh, a sports book on what they believe their over-under wins are going to be, okay? Uh, how this is going to work, we're going to start – with the NFC East, then we're going to go to the North, the South, and West. And we're always going to pick from worst to first. So that's how we're going to do it. And we're going to keep track of what we think each team's going to do. And then we're going to post them on Twitter. And we're going to keep track and see who's going to win. If whoever wins, the other per- they have to buy the other person does a sandwich. So if I win, I have to buy Jordan a sandwich. And if he wins, I have to buy him a sandwich. Which, you know, shout out, by the way. Speaking of sandwiches, Jersey Mike's, hands down, one of the best sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Philly Bilmo's. What was that? Philly Bilmo's. I don't know where that is. It's the best place yeah. in Vancouver. Awesome. Okay. All right, so we're going to talk NFC teams. All right, so let's go ahead and we'll start what I just said. We're going to talk about the NFC East, and we're going to go worst to first. All right? Jordan. But before I go that, let me give you guys the win totals. So right now, the NFC East win totals are the Cowboys at first at 9.5, the Washington football team at eight, and then the Giants and Eagles are tied at seven wins. So, Jordan, who do you have getting last in that division? I have the Eagles getting last in this division. I think they don't have a quarterback right now. I just feel like their team has been falling apart since the Super Bowl. And I just, I don't, they're always hurt. It seems like every year they're always hurt. I just feel like they, 
this is they're not going to be that good this year. They're just. And what's I your win total for them? them? I have them going five and twelve this year. Okay, you have them going five and twelve. Okay, I have the. Hang on. Last year they were four, eleven, and one. Okay. I have them actually improving. I have the. I do not have the Eagles getting last. I have the. Or I have the Giants getting last at six and eleven. I just don't trust Danny Dimes. I think the offensive line, while improved, is still not good enough for them. They don't really have any weapons. Kenny Galladay. I know they signed him. He was a guy who was in Detroit when healthy. He's good, but the big thing is being healthy. And I keep hearing about Ingram at tight end, but once again. I haven't seen the production from him to be a solid guy yet, and I just don't trust Danny Dimes. While the defense is good, I just don't see it in this division. This division is better than I think what people think it's going to be, but I have the Giants going 6-11. and 11. Once again, guys, it's a 17-game season, not 16, so that's why we were saying the 17 games. Uh, yeah, 6-11 and 11 for me. And you had the Eagles at 5-12? and 12? Yeah, 5-12. and 12, so. oh, Okay. So we differ there. And they got a new coach, too, a new coach. They do. Well, he's not new. He's been there for a year. The Eagles, I got a new coach, yeah. So uh, I'll go first this time. I have the Eagles getting third in the division. While getting third doesn't help them because I still have them going 6-11. and I still don't see them being very good. 6-11 and for the Eagles. I just don't see it. I don't trust Jalen Hurts. I don't trust their weapons. Devontae Smith, their first-round draft pick, is hurt still. The offensive line is always hurt. Um, their defensive line is getting up in age. And I can't name you, besides Darius Slay, another line shout-out, I don't think their secondary is very good. New coach. I think they're better than the Giants overall, but I don't think they're going to. I think the only reason why they get third is only because they beat the Giants. So but that's my team of getting third is the Eagles at 6-11. and 11. I have going third to Cowboys, our Hard Knock stars. I just feel like after watching Hard Knock, does Mike McCarthy know how to coach? I don't like, know. I didn't see really him doing good. any coaching. By All the way, that mojo moment thing, if I played, I would hate that. That was I the stupidest thing. Hate it. If you guys I would hate it. If you guys I was like, what are we doing? Why don't we just practice being good at football instead of making up slang terms and trying to be like play my favorite movie to my friends? Like, let's get good at football and not like mess around. If you guys don't know what happened on Hard Knocks, Mike McCarthy tried to tried to motivate his team by showing him Austin Powers and talking about Mojo, which Mojo to me moment. was the stupidest thing. Uh, I was like, hey, this is time to be good. Okay, so you like, okay, so you have uh, going, yeah. you have... The, unless, he sma- uh, her, unless he smashes a watermelon, they're not going to win. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm going to preface this though too. 7 and 10. I got him going 7 and 10. Okay, I'm going to say this about the Eagles, however. If the Eagles do somehow get Deshaun Watson... Put this in the nose, Jordan. I have I them going have six and I have them going six and eleven with Jalen Hurts. If they have Deshaun Watson, I'm going to bump them up to ten and seven. I think Deshaun Watson can give them four wins. I think he's that good of a quarterback. But that's that's an yeah. asterisk. Okay. Our th- well, how good is he going to be if he can't get his massages? Right. I'm just saying. Like, oh, oh my god. Okay. I mean, we got. I mean, the other thing too is like we don't know what's going to happen with him. He could be in even more trouble. Yeah, you uh, could be. What, are they going to trade for him if they don't know what can happen? Like I don't know. I, the whole year. I know. Yeah, it's true. Okay, my second place team. What are you doing, Jordan? I'm not doing anything. Do you hear that? Yeah. Is 
Sorry, guys. We had a little miscommunication there. Something came through on my computer. Once again, this podcast is just going off the rails right now. I don't know what is going on. Um, for some reason, my computer Daniel's just... first time using a computer. I, no, and here's the thing. I have two computers going. I have the computer that's recording the podcast, and I have my main computer at home. But for some reason, just started playing a random video clip. I don't even have anything open to show a random video clip. I don't know what's going on. But we are doing craziness right now. Um, okay, so my second place team is the Washington football team at 9-8. and eight. I think they are poised of a great year. I think their defense is so good. It's going to win them games. Their defense is so good. It's going to games. And I am going to believe in Fitz Magic. I think he's going to win them some games. I just believe in the Fitzy. I think he's going to have a good – he has a very good defense around him. He has some weapons. They're going to run the football. They're going to hit Terry McLaurin when they need to. I think this is a very good team, and I think Logan Thomas is a very underrated tight end. I think they have him going second at 9-8. and eight. I got the Giants, the G-man. I just – I like their defense. I think their offense looks good. I like Slayton and Galladay. And then with Saquon back, I really feel like it's just – Danny, just run, all right? We don't need you getting caught by the turf monster. If you can just, like, run into the end zone, that would be awesome. But And not throw dimes to the defense. That would – or fumble. I mean, if we could just, like, not turn the ball over, he would be doing great, and that would help their team win a lot of games. But, uh, yeah, I just think if their quarterback can put it together this year, they could be – second place team i mean i got them going nine and eight it's not like i got them they were six and ten last year so it's not like they're gonna be like but they could i could see them making steady improvements this year i'm not a a joe judge made them run after a fight they're grown men he made them run after a fight i don't know if they really like joe judge i have no idea i just don't trust in danny dimes as much as you do i just think danny dimes just throws too many dimes you watched ted lasso i've never seen an episode of ted lasso oh well well, i think joe judge is just trying to like be mean so they all like treat him as the enemy and find like a common enemy, and but that like never works, and the team just ends up no. hating you. So. These, these guys make millions of dollars; they don't care. Yeah, they're just like, how about you? Just like we don't fight. <laughs> all right, and who is your first place team? If we go off this by prosecution, I, I got the football team. I love their defensive line. I think it's awesome. I think their defense is one of the best. It might be the. It might be the top defense in the league this year, to be honest. I'm going to say it is the top. I will say this. It is the top defensive line in the league. I will say that. I don't know if the whole everything's yeah. there, but they are good. I still, I, I, You have the football team. You trust in Fitzmagic more than I do. I think he's going to. I feel like the football team has, like, out of the position group, I feel like their D-line is the most elite group in this division, too. I agree with Does you 100%. Make sense? I, it makes I think perfect sense. that could dominate. I think it can dominate basically. It's basically, can they not turn the ball over? Is yes. That, like, if they don't turn the ball over, they should win a lot. They should, I have them going 10 and 7, but that's just because I feel like Fitz Magic fades at the end. The I, magic runs out. I will say this. I could see, I have the football team going 9-8 only because, again, second, because of, because of Fitz Magic. I think them winning games because of the defense. But my team... Our hard knock, our hard knock stars, Dallas Cowboys at ten and seven. I think they are poised of a breakout season from this year. Depending if da- if Dak's arm is going to fall off, though, it's gonna, they're going to be the worst team in the division because they can't throw the football. But they have the pieces in place. They have the receiving core, which is one of the top receiving cores in the NFL with CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup. And they have Zeke back, who yesterday decided in hard knocks decided not to show his belly, but to wear a sweatshirt because he wants to lose weight. 
for the season. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I think Zeke's going to have a great season. The offensive line is healthy for the first time in a couple of years. I think this team is poised of another se- another great season. Not a Super Bowl team, division winner, maybe win a wild card or two, but they are a very scary team if Dak is healthy. That defense can't be any worse than what it was last year. And with the addition of Parsons from... Um, uh, from the from the draft, the draft. This, from the draft this year, I think this team is going to be. Uh, I think this team is a team that's going to outscore a lot of people, and they'll make some key defensive stops. And they need to. Mm, I don't think so. Well, that's why we differ. Who's so, on their D line? Um, the guy from uh, Boise State. Oh, okay. Lawrence. All right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, and uh, Randy Gregory. Uh, shout out uh, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. So they do have some guys. So um, that's what we got. So once again, I'll recap. So my NFC East from first to worst is Cowboys at ten and seven, football team at nine and eight, Eagles at 11, six and eleven, and New York Giants at six and eleven. Jordan, give us yours NFC East from worst to first. East is Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Washington. Okay, you went from worst to first. I wanted you to go first to worst. Oh, Washington, Giants, Cowboys, Eagles. Okay, and we'll put these all on Twitter, guys, so you guys can see these. Okay, uh, real quickly, let's take a quick break, and then we will come back with our NFC North. Take control of your account and make interacting with Khaled's PUD easy with Smart Hub. Through Smart Hub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Khaled's PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Khaled's PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. All right, and we're back here talking NFC wins over unders. We wrapped up the NFC East. We are now moving to the NFC North, where I will start here because this is my division. My favorite team is in this division. The Detroit Lions are in here. And uh, yesterday when we talked about this for show prep, I had the Lions going 6-11. and 11. I'm going to change that, Jordan, and I'm going to go under their win total, which is predicted to be 5 the win totals for this division are Packers at 11, Vikings 8.5, Bears 7.5, and Lions at 5. I said 6 and 11 for the Lions. I'm going to go under and I'm going to say 4 and 13. I hate saying it. I me just too. don't. That's what I pick. I told you yesterday. You did tell me yesterday during our show prep. You told me yesterday. I had them going 6 and 11. I just, I looking at their schedule again and getting more and being a realist and not being a, a Lions homer. Schedule. Their schedule's rough. I I don't think they're gonna win. It's good. I don't know, man. They could go because they the could, North this year is playing the AFC East and or the AFC North and the NFC West. Yeah. No. Yeah, they're not doing it. I'm gonna have the Lions. Oh no! Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the West. Yeah, yeah. yeah those are two very. Those are two very, very, very good divisions. I had the Lions going yeah. four and thirteen. I'm changing my pick from six and eleven. The lion, the lion guy in me wants to go six and eleven. It's not gonna happen. They're gonna go four and thirteen. Yeah, I have the same thing. Four and thirteen. I I don't like Dan Campbell. Do you, I don't want you biting my kneecap. I love me some twenty one. I love me some MCDC. I don't MCDC. think it's going to work. I think they're all going to be raw, raw until they lose like five games in a row. And then it's going to be like, yeah, that's not working. And let's try it. Let's hey. actually scheme something. Instead. We're going to be tougher than the other team. I, I don't know. If, 
that doesn't really work, you know, unless you're like actually tougher. It doesn't work, but I will say this. Anything was better than he who should not be named their head coach from the the last couple of years. Anything's better from him. He was terrible. I'm not going to, on this podcast, I will never mention his name. Him and the GM, you guys know who I'm talking about. The bearded guy from New England and their terrible GM they had, which was just awful that I will never mention their names. I can't send either, either one of them. So anything is better than them. However, Jordan, if the Lions do need some players, they can just get their coaches because they have like seven or eight former coaches that were player, or former no. co- players that were coaches. Like Mark Brunel is their, is their quarterback coach. Antoine Randall is their running back, is their receiver coach. And then Deuce Staley is their uh, running backs coach. So they have some former players oh. if they want to do it. All right. So I have the Lions at four and 13. So do you get in last? Who do you have getting fourth or fifth or third in the, the division? Third. Sorry, third. Yeah. I have the Vikings going eight and nine. Once? I don't. I've never liked Kurt. He likes that. I've never liked that. I've always thought he was just like fortunate of the situation he was in. I'm gonna. Uh, we agree on this exactly, hundred percent. I have them going to eight and nine. Once again, same things. I've never been a Kirkers fan. I think he was just a product of his environment with my with Kirk Kyle Shanahan. I've never been a fan of his. I thought he was good in Washington when he had it good coaches, when he had Jay Gruden and Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan as his quarter, as yeah. his OC. And since then, he has not been anything. He has not won a primetime game. And then I feel like the media lo- loved him because, like, when he was at college, he did, like, this speech about, like, football and how great. And then everyone's just like, oh, Kirk Cousins is good. He's good. He's a great leader. But – he can be a good leader and not be good at playing quarterback. Also, those two things can be true. Do you know? His, just do you know his greatest college like moment? Do you know his greatest college moment was? I don't know. Probably beating someone. He at, beat Wisconsin when Wisconsin didn't. He beat. He beat Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, yeah. When the they did. Second. When he didn't do anything, they stopped him on the one yard line. And you, all you see is Kirk Cousins. When Russell Wilson, they should have won that game. But still, that's his yeah. greatest college moment is beating Wisconsin, and he did absolutely nothing except for have a dumb face on the sideline. Yeah. Okay, so we both agree there. My second-place team at 8-9 and nine again is the Chicago Bears with who I think is going to be a unbelievable – I think he's going to be a good quarterback in Justin Fields. I think that they're going to be good. I think they're going to make some – they weren't great. They made the playoffs last year. I think they're going to take some steps back. But I still like the Bears at 8-9 and nine getting second in the division. I also like the Bears. I, I think Justin Fields is going to be good. I don't know why everyone was was like talking about Justin Fields not being good, but then no one questioned Zach Wilson, and apparently Zach Wilson is not looking good. But everyone was questioning if Justin Fields cares about football. Like, I think the guy cares about football. If you play quarterback at Ohio State, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, and everyone's like, oh, level. what did he do? He took his team to the national championship. He beat Clemson. He looked amazing yeah. versus Clemson. And Clemson had NFL guys on the team. He beat Clemson, which no one was beating Clemson. Like, they looked good. Justin Fields, yeah. I think, is the real deal. He is a very good player. And, by the, the way, an ultimate visor I guy. Have, yeah, the only the visor error. It's the visor error. But, anyways, the only problem I have with Justin Fields is he was drafted by the Bears. And the Bears never have a good quarterback. So, that's my only downfall is he was drafted to Chicago, where apparently, like, the weather – there it's too windy for quarterbacks or something. I don't know. They just can't play there. That's it's true. I mean, they did. I mean, they've had Jay Cutler, who they, by the way, actually, you know what? They didn't draft him. They traded for him. But you're right. Yeah. And by the way, if you guys have seen the picture. Well, and, they had Rex, and they had Rex Grossman. Hey, Rex Grossman, shout out. Florida took them to the Super Bowl. Rex Grossman took them to the Super Bowl. 
yeah. But yeah, exactly. if you guys ever see, if you guys get a chance, I will post a picture on Twitter. There is a picture of the Chicago Bears football or the Chicago Bears um, quarterbacks. Every single one of them is wearing a multicolored visor. Every yeah. single one of them. And if you saw yesterday on Hard Knocks, everyone's wearing a visor. So this is the year of the visor. So, and when we're talking about visor, we're not talking about the hat you wear. We're talking about the Oakley visor you wear on your football, on your football helmet. All right. We're both going to agree on the top guy. Aaron Rodgers came back. Aaron Rodgers comes back. That stupid person came back, which ruined the season because everyone thought they had a chance. And then Aaron Rodgers said, you know what? F you, I'm coming back. And Aaron Rodgers is throwing dimes into buckets, into nets. And I have the parrot backers going 12 and five and winning the division again. Me, I, 12 and 5 also. They could be better, but I think they since they play the the AFC North and the West, NFC West, it's going to be hard. It's just it's Aaron Rodgers. It's you know, Aaron freaking Rodgers. Yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, what are you going to do? Like, oh man. He's so, he's so good. He takes them so much better. I just don't... I, I mean, they're not going to... I don't I see them getting to probably the second round of the playoffs. I don't see him getting farther than that i mean they could but you never know it's going to depend i think if the coach but if the coach lets him throw for a touchdown pass instead of kicking a field goal i think they would yeah. i think they would have been the super bowl well, he had a chance to, to do he it run he it had in. three plays he, he could have ran, ran it, it. that drives me nuts when you have like five yards in front of you and they try and like throw it across their body i'm just like come on man just take those yards and slide down you mean shout out to another former uh packer and brett Favre when he was playing against the saints all he had to do was run for five yards get a first down and they would have been to the super bowl but then he threw it across his body and it he got was the vikings. And when he was with the vikings yes he was with the vikings when this happened yeah. but yeah former yeah they just don't know what's going on but yeah packers aaron Rodgers, he's gonna be on an fu tour they're gonna be really good and then he's gonna get traded to we're gonna call it right now are we gonna say he's gonna go he's gonna get traded to the uh, broncos uh, Broncos or Saints or Saints, but they're like they're I they're don't in know the, what their cap situation is. Michael Thomas takes them too, so yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but yeah, Packers going to be good. Yeah. The receiving core is very good. I think the Packers twelve and five are winning the division. Okay, so we got time yeah. to do one more, then we'll take another break. So right now, guys, we're going to move right into the NFC South. We're going to go worst to first again. Our win totals for this team, for this division, are this. The NFC South has the Falcons at seven, the Panthers at seven and a half, the Saints at nine and a half, and then the Bucks are 11 and a half. So right now, we're going to go worst to first. I'll let Jordan go ahead and go first. Jordan, who is your worst team in that division, and what's their record? I think it's the Panthers. Okay, why? They're going to go. I just I don't like Sam Darnold, new quarterback, new he, I mean, I like their D coordinator, though, or offensive coordinator they got from LSU. He seems like an up and coming guy or mind in the in the league. But and they have good weapons. I just I don't know any. Their defense hasn't been great, and they're off. And Darnold turns the ball over, and if that on and Mark, it's Mike Rule's second year, right? It is. It is. It is. It is, it is, it is the second year. Yes, the second year, and they've drafted only defense, by the way. Oh, see, I just. I don't – I mean, yeah, so they're going to be young on defense, so it might be some growing pains. But maybe next year I could see if with Darnold settling down and then actually fitting in their system. But right now I just don't see it right now. It's going to be tough, I feel like. I do not have them. I have the Falcons getting last. I have the Falcons going 6-11. and 11. By the way, what was your win total for the Panthers? 
Oh, I have them going five and twelve. Okay, I'm going five and twelve. I have the Panthers. Or I have the Falcons. Sorry, Falcons going six and eleven. I just don't trust this team. New coach, Arthur Smith is in there from not Arthur Smith. Um, that was their former coach. They got a new coach in there. I'm not a fan. I I'm gonna say this. I am a fan of Matt Matty Ice. I just think he holds on to the ball too long, and then losing Julio Jones, I think is gonna be. Is going to be a bigger loss than what people think of. Yes, they drafted Kyle Pitts, who everyone says is going to be the best tight end ever. They still have um, their receiver, Jordan, help me with his name, um, Calvin Ridley. I just don't trust them. Yeah. I don't know their running back. I couldn't name you their running back. That tells me it's an issue. I don't know who it is. I, their defense has been bad these last couple of years. They have a new coach. I just don't see it. Matt Ryan's going up there in age. I see the Lions, or the Lions. I see the. Falcons going. The running back for the Falcons is Mike Davis. Mike Davis. That's right. Okay. Once again. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm going to say I stick by my statement. I'm going to go Falcons 6 and 11. That's what I say. Yeah. I have the Falcons going third at 6 and 11. Okay. So you I same, guess we both have them going 6 and 11. Same record, just different nice. spots. Yeah. Okay. So that's your third yeah. place. Okay. I, so just, I just basically the same thing you said. I just. I, but I, the only reason I'm picking the Falcons over the Panthers is because of Matty Ice. He's better than Sam Darnold right now. If Sam Darnold is better than Matt Ice, I could see the Panthers jumping them. You know what I'm saying? But I it do. all depends on quarterback play. And the quarterback I trust now is um, Matty Ice. Also, I like their head coach they got from uh, Tennessee, Arthur Smith. It is Arthur Smith. He, okay. he, he seems like he's a good offensive guy. So he could get They're gonna pound the rock. That's what he does. He runs. Yeah. So my third place team is the Panthers at nine and eight. I am gonna be a Sam Darnold believer. I'm gonna stand on this table, which I can't because it's really small. I'm gonna stand on this table and I believe in Sam Darnold. I'm gonna say a new change is good for him because when you go to the Jets, nothing good ever comes from the Jets. He had nothing around him. He had no weapons. He had no offensive line. I'm gonna believe in Sam Darnold. He has good weapons. He has arguably one of the top five backs in the league in Christian McCaffrey's back. He has Roby Anderson. He has DJ Moore. He has your former Seahawk and David Moore. And they have some good tight ends. I mean, they have Tommy Tremble will be a guy you'll know his name by the end of the year. I'm telling you that right now. They're going to be good. Matt rules on second year with his defense. They're only going to get better. I believe in Sam Darnold and the Panthers. They're not going to make the playoffs this year. They're going to go nine and eight. But I am going to be a Panthers enthusiast. And, and I'm not going to say this year, but next year they're going to be even better. And they also drafted another running back to help out Christian McCabry and Chuba Hubbard from Oklahoma State. This team is going to be poised, ready to go. Just just wait. They're going to be They're making some big steps from last year. Matt Rule, second year. They're only going to be better. I'm a San Darnold lever. I think he can do it. I have the Panthers getting third. I can't remember talking this much about a third-place team going 9-8. and eight. All right. Okay. I don't know. He's just, I don't know. Okay. The next team we're going to talk about is our second place team, which I both think we have the exact same team, is going to be the Saints. Yeah, I got the Saints. And I have the Saints going 10 and 7. Oh, I guess 10 and 7 also. We have the pretty much the same, except for the Panthers on this division. And the Saints, but I think it's going to come down to, which you are excited to see, what does Jameis Winston do? I might be dropping the Saints. This is my most unsure pick. I don't know what the Saints are going to be like. Like, 
uh, I hope Alvin Kamara can stay healthy because it sounds like Michael Thomas is going to be out for a while and it sounds like he might want out of there. So that's one of their top weapons and he might not be there this ever again. And switching quarterbacks, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, I don't trust Taysom Hill at all. If you put him at quarterback, that is a, that means J- Jameis is bad. Like, yeah. Can you put... What are you going to run? We saw Taysom Hill start a game last year, and it was like the worst. I think my eyes like couldn't open and watch it when they played the Broncos. Like No one could throw the ball. It was yeah. the worst game I've ever seen. And also, did you, football. did you see this too? They just, lost a, they just lost a player. They just lost Patrick Robertson, who was a very good player for them. He just retired yesterday. He's gone. That's, no. That defense is going to still be decent. I love Kawan Alexander. I think he's an underrated linebacker. I think he's going to have a good year. Besides Michael Thomas, Jordan, can you name me another receiver? Yeah, they don't have Sanders anymore, do they? No, Sanders is in Buffalo. Yeah. No, who's their, do they have a tight end? Who's their tight end? I'm looking this up right now. Um, so they have Chris Hogan. Okay. Uh, yeah, the famous lacrosse player. Yep. Esrop Winston Jr. from Washington State. He's a rookie. Mark, uh, please. They have Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery, Kawan Baker, another rookie. Uh, they have Jalen McKinsley, a one-year player from Tulane. Nick Vernett. They don't have yeah, any. I can't. Don't. I don't know. Maybe this ten and seven pick might blow up in our face. I yeah, idea, but here's the thing. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say they have the best coach in the division. In um, in uh, I am so bad at remembering people's names. Uh, coach Jordan and Sean Payton. I think they're going to have a Sean. very good coach. I think he's a, he's a great coach. He'll figure ways out to get. He'll figure out a way to get Kamara and Latavius Murray the ball. So, if Jameis Winston can be Jameis with the LASIK eye surgery, maybe he can be better. He maybe he can see it on the field. I can see them going ten and seven. I, I once again, I am not sold on my pick of ten and seven. They could easily be seven and ten. So yeah, I don't know. We're going to see. So that's yeah. what we have there. And then we have our last pick of the NFC South before we take a break. I think we both have this exact same team, which is the former, which is the Super Bowl reigning champs and the greatest yeah, quarterback the of all time, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have them going 13-4. and four. Yeah, they're running it back. They're going to have a lot of momentum. They're going to win a lot of games. They might, even, they might go less just because they might get bored. You know, that's like, very true. No, you're true. That, that's a very true statement. They, they, might rest, they might rest some players. They might go like 12-5 and five. They just want it, but but now the way the playoffs are set up, you can't really rest anyone because you only got one team gets a bye. So I don't Correct. know. They might push to the limit, but I I could see them going thirteen and four or twelve and five. They so, could even be twelve, uh, fourteen and three. But what, what's your what's your, what are you gonna lock yours in at? I I have them at thirteen and four. I'm gonna be safe. So my I have them at, I have the exact same at thirteen and four. I think when they return all twenty two starters, every single guy's back. They have the best receiving core in the NFL. They have the best quarterback ever, the best quarterback ever. I don't know if he's the best quarterback in the league right now, but he's the best quarterback ever. He Tom Brady just does what he needs to do. To, that guy just wins. Um, they're going to be good. That defense is just going to be better than it was last year. Their offense is going to be click because last year their biggest thing was their offense didn't click right away. They now have everybody back. They are going to be a solid team. O.J. Howard, too. Everyone forgets. O.J. Howard didn't play last year. O.J. Howard, you could say, 
is going to be. He probably will start over Gronk. He might, yeah. Honest. Gronk will go in there just to run the just for blocking purposes. But then you could put both or of them out there. Dude, yeah. they're gonna yeah. I they're just gonna be they're the odds and favorite of the NFC to win it, and I could see them doing it. And we'll get into that later. But yeah, um, yeah, that's our NFC South. Once again, guys, here's my picks for the NFC South. I have the Falcons at six and eleven, Panthers going nine and eight, Saints going ten and seven, which I'm not thrilled about, but I'm going with Sean Payton, and then the Bucks at thirteen and four. Jordan, what's yours? Worst to first. I got the Panthers going five and twelve, Atlanta going six and eleven, the Saints going ten and seven, and the Bucks going thirteen and four. All right, so there we go, guys. We're going to take a break real quick. Uh, thank you. Shout out to Cal's PUD for sponsors podcast, and we'll be right back. Take control of your account and make interacting with Calitz PUD easy with SmartHub. Through SmartHub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Calitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Calitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, smart hub. All right, guys, welcome back to the Upper Left Pod. I got my brother on today, Jordan, and you got myself, Andrew. We're here talking the NFC win totals over unders for this coming football season. Once again, they have 17 games this year. It's going to be really different. And now we're finally getting to the local one. We're getting to the NFC West, which we can both agree on or maybe not. Is it the toughest division in football this year? It's easily the toughest division easily, in football. It's, easily toughest no, division. It's not even close. And I'm going to pre- preface this before we even get started. I this is a I really believe this. I could see all four of these teams winning the division at some point. You I, could you could see all four of these. I know the bottom one we both are going to agree on. The Cardinals we're both going to say is going to get last. Maybe not them, but the top three teams are going to say I could see every single one of these teams winning this division. Yeah, so it could be very. It has a ton of parity in this division. It's tough, and it's yeah. It, it remind it's just really really tough. It's basically the SEC. It is the SEC pro football. It is. It's so. everyone is trying so hard. They sign the best. They try and get the best players. It, it's. I just feel like it's the best division, top to bottom. All right, so let's get started right away. I'll let you go ahead and start. We both already said it. Last in division, we both have the Cardinals. Correct. We both do have that. Do you want to go over the? Do you want to go over the win total? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So the last, so the last place team is the Cardinals at eight wins. And then you have the Niners and Seahawks are tied at 10 games. And then the Rams come in at 10 and a half. The Rams are only a half game favorite over the Niners and Seahawks. Um, so if we go off that, Jordan, who do you have? We both said the Cardinals getting last. But what is your win total for the Cardinals? I just want to point out how great this division is. There's one, two, three, four, five teams with double digit win totals. And three of them are in the NFC West. So that's, that's how good. Yes. So over 50% are in the West. Correct. That's insane. But my last place team is the Cardinals at going 7-10. and 10. Okay. I just don't trust their coach. I don't trust their coach. You don't I, trust Pretty Boy? reason, I don't trust Ryan Gosling. He sucked in Remember the Titans. How <laughs> can he coach now? He wasn't good. He got they had taken to pull him out. For Petey. They had to pull him. He, this is ridiculous. How can he recover from that? Exactly. You know, you're right. It, I mean, they had to pull him out because he couldn't cover the white kid that was cover. running corner routes. Corner routes. You just sit and turn your hips. He had no hip movement. Couldn't work his hips. But, uh, yeah, I just don't trust him. I, I, like, 
I mean, they're going to probably have a good offense, but their defense, I don't, their best defensive player wants out. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Them. I you had them going seven and ten. I have them going eight and nine. Which, by the way, speaking of uh, fr- uh, speaking of that um, movie, remember the Titans? I think one of the greatest underrated lines in that movie is when Ryan Gosling's character is, get, is getting beat and he gets taken out, and the dad's freaking out, and the daughter in the stands goes, "Well, he's getting beat like he stole something." That to me yeah. is an underrated line. I love that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I have the cards going eight and nine. I I don't love Pretty Boy. Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know how he got the job there. He was had never been a winning coach. How did he get that job? I have no idea. How? I don't know how he got that job. I don't get it. I, I do like Kyler Murray. I do like their offense. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's. I think with DeAndre Hopkins and the addition of uh, of AJ Green, uh, if he AJ wants Green. to play, if he doesn't quit like he quit last year, if AJ Green wants to play, he's a good number two. They still have Larry Fitz, who is just a guy right now at his age, he's just running across the middle, being a, he's basically a glorified tight end. Yeah, he, he's he in doesn't. there. He's in there for blocking and going across the middle. That's all he's good for. I just want him to retire. I do too. So I want him. Her. I feel so bad. They, he doesn't but, have a, I do like Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk is a good. He is receiver. like no. They have a good receiving core. They have a good running back. Uh, I do love what they do. Their defense, I think, is better than what you're saying. I know that they want. I know Jones wants out. I think T.J. Watt is going to be a good locker room guy. Don't know what she's gonna do on the field. But he's gonna be a good locker room guy, but I still have him getting last and going eight and nine. So I mean, we're, we're I'm saying all these good things. I still think they're gonna go eight and nine, but it would not surprise me if they ended up winning ten or eleven games. It could happen. It could flip it. So I don't know. Okay. I, last year, without that uh, hail mary, they would. I think I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure they would have like lost like. I think they won a little uh, run after that because like, they beat the Seahawks. No, they didn't. They lost like every. Yeah, they beat the Seahawks. I think at the end of the season, everyone yeah. was hurt, but. Other yeah. than that, I was just like, I think they lost like six. I don't. Yeah, they're they're not better. Their roster is not better than these top three teams. I'm about to say, and my third place yeah. team. But they got JJ Watt, so fifty percent. Which, power, by the way, speed. How crazy is it? Did you if you if I gave you a million dollars to put it put money on the team? If I said you pick this team, you're gonna win a million dollars. Would you have ever picked Arizona for him to go to the Cardinals? Well, I could just because he breaks every second and he can't even handle the mild temperature. of Houston, Texas, so we had to go to a desert. So I would have thought if you would have given me, if you said, Get, here's money, put money, I would have said he was going to go home to Green Bay. I thought for sure he was going to go to Green Bay, but we're going on TT. We're going, I mean, that's just what me, yeah. I thought. That's what I thought. But yeah, we're talking too much about JJ Watt. Um, All right. My third place team, I know you're going to hate this. I know you people that are listening out here who are from the Northwest are going to hate this. I have the Seahawks getting third, but going 10 and seven. I just don't trust the offensive line. I don't I much as you guys love Jamal Adams, he doesn't play safety. He's a glorified linebacker. They lost some guys on the they lost some corners. They're getting older in age up there. I know they have the the um that linebacker that you love. I just don't see it this year. I think they're still gonna be good. I think Russell is still a very good quarterback, a new offensive coordinator. I just don't see it for this year. Maybe next year they can do it, but I just don't see it this year with a new offensive coordinator. Um I do like Russell Wilson. I just don't see it happening this year. I still see him getting to the playoffs, but going ten and seven, getting third and third in the, in the division. I don't agree. I think their line has improved. I think Russell holds the ball too much, and that's why he gets sacked. But that's that is another true. Topic. Um, I have the 49ers getting third in this division, going eleven and six. That's crazy of them going eleven I, and six and getting third. Yeah, I mean, they. I mean, the, my second and third could inter, inter- swap. It just depends on who wins against each other. But uh, 
I just feel like the Niners have like they were all hurt last year. They're gonna be better this year, but I don't. They're I mean their offensive line is all right. Their their D line is pretty good. If Bosa can come back and do well, I think they'll be good. But I don't trust their safeties, and I don't. I mean their 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 corners are all right, but their defense was a real strength of their team, and I think that losing Robert Sala too is going to hurt them a lot. I'm going to agree with you. I, I think mean, losing him is going to be I, huge. That is a big, yeah, that is a big I mean, blow. I, and then I don't know about their quarterback. The always the saying is if you have two, you got none. And I hate, I hate camp stories where they're like, this guy is just dropping dimes out there. And I'm like, they're oh, playing cool. in shorts. Yeah. It's like, I, I call me when he does it for real. You know, it's just like, Oh, or like the story that this guy's the best shape of his life. I'm like, oh, so he did his job in the off season. That's cool. That is very. I guess you do that every off season. Like, man, he worked. Like, <laughs> you're cool. right. I think this. Like, I, okay, so you have the 49ers getting third. I have them getting second at going 11 and six. I think we have the exact, they have exact same record. I have them. I just have them beating the Seahawks one too yeah, many times to get I, yeah. to get it, which could happen. I just think do that their roster. Give you my Russell Wilson. Niner stat for all those Niner fans out there. Go ahead, give me the give me Russell give it to me. Wilson. Russell Wilson could lose every game to the Niners for the next five years, which would be ten games in a row, and he would still have a winning record against the 49ers. So, okay, well, whatever. I mean, you can choose, you can choose that, but even when the Niners are at the top of the game, the Seahawks can still beat them. So I'm just. I like the 49ers roster. I think it's better than what it. I think it's a better roster from top to bottom than the Seahawks. I think it's a better roster top to bottom. But they could. It's interchangeable. These ones. I think Nick Bosa's primed to have another break, another really, really good year. They have the best tight end in the game, and George Kittle, or one of the best tight ends. I love Trent Williams on the offensive line. I think Trent Williams anchors that line, and I think they have a sneaky good. You also remember they also have D Ford. They signed Tony Jefferson in the offseason. Tony Jefferson from the was from the Ravens. He's a very good safety. Mm. I love their receiving core. I love Brandon Ayuk. I love me some Debo Samuel. They have Muhammad Sanu. I know that's an old name, but I do. I like what they have. It's going to depend on what they do at quarterback. If they can either decide to go Jimmy G or if they go Trey Lance. If they whoever they choose with, they have to stick with them. And I think whoever they stick with, I think they're going to be good enough to win eleven games and get second division uh, at eleven and six. No, that's good. We both have an eleven six, just different positions. All right, who's your second place team? I got the Rams. Also going eleven and six. I feel like they have uh, a strong D line play and strong corner play, and then their offense. I don't know. I mean, let's see what Matt Pat Stafford Matt Stafford can do. That's right, Matt. He's Matt thrown Stafford. a lot of interceptions. I mean, it's a new team. It's not Detroit. He's expected to win. I'm just gonna say in Detroit, no one ever expected anything out of them. And now they're expected to do something. That's a lot of pressure. Uh, uh, and I think their coach has kind of lost a little bit of his shine. I remember when they went to the Super Bowl, everyone was saying Sean McVay is going to run the league for the next 20 years. And he's came down to earth. I just – and then I – they're super thin at O-line. They, I will say that. If they anyone are. gets hurt at O-line, it could be a long season. But I know Matt Stafford needs to get in sacks. But it's a little different – in the NFC West right now than when he was playing in the uh, NFC North. I just feel like, I mean, you're, I, I just, 
You just I don't, don't you just don't see it. You just, and I get it. I mean, they're still going to be good. And they lost Cam Akers, which is a huge part of having a good running back on that. Um, they did they lose him. Have I have them winning. I have them winning. I have the Rams winning the division at twelve and five. I am mm-hmm. a. If you know me, who you I, got going number two? I already said it. I have the Niners going to eleven and six. Oh, we already said yeah, that. Yeah. I'm moving on. You had a great transition. I really do like the Rams going 12 and 5. I think Matt Stafford is a giant upgrade from Jared Goff, who's now on my line team. I think he's a big pickup. I love their defense. I do. They have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, two of the best players in the league. They have a very good defense, but like you're right, they are paper thin. They did lose Cam Akers, but they do. I think now they lost Cam Akers. They're going to throw it a lot more. With they do have a very good receiving core and Deshaun Jackson, sneaky good, sneaky good pickup, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. They have some very good pieces in place for them to have a very good offense. Defensively, we know that they're gonna, that they're going to just that they are very tough to stop because when you have a guy like Aaron Donald, the generational talent like Aaron Donald, who's going to win probably Defensive Player of the Year again if he doesn't get hurt. I am a Rams believer. I am a Matt Stafford believer. I think this team is poised to make a run to the Super Bowl. Everyone's saying Super Bowl bust, which I don't like. Matthew Stafford was in in Detroit, like you said, had no expectations on him. Once again, we're hearing nothing but great things from him down there. They're in shorts. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But I am a I am a Matt Stafford believer. I think they're going to be good. I have them going twelve and five and winning the, winning the division. Go ahead and give us your Seahawks picks. We know that's where you are going to go. Uh, Seahawks are going to win this division. They got the best head coach and the best quarterback. And I just think they're going to step up this year. I forgot. And their D line yesterday. I forgot to mention. I think a L J Collier played a lot better last year. He was the guy from CC, right? Yes, he was like a first round pick, like two or three years ago. And I think Rasheem Green's going to do better. They just cut Alden Smith, so whatever. That That was a bad pick. I don't know why they even signed him. Uh, but yeah, and then I they added Hinder and uh. And uh, Robert Kandichi and P- Puna Four. I just think their D line is going to be stronger. I usually say their offensive line is a weakness, but they actually just drafted last year one of the best interior linemen at Damian Lewis, who was awesome last year. And then their other guard, uh, I can't remember right now. Um, and then they need to sign Dwayne Brown right now. That needs to be taken care of. The good thing about I, that, I, will. I will say this about the Dwayne Brown and Jamal Adams holdout. They're both in camp. They're there at practice. They're not doing anything. Yeah, well, so it's a, it's a hold in, new, not a hold out. Yeah, but with the new seat, uh, the new uh, bargaining agreement for labor, uh, they if they don't go, they get fined, and you, the teams can't rescind fines anymore. They like So you have to pay the fine. Okay. There's no, like, you sat out. All right, we'll take back the fine. You don't have to pay it. Now you have to pay it. So that's why they're there. That makes sense. I don't want but, to pay uh, it anyway. Yeah, but uh, I think their D- defense is going to be better this year. They got really good at the end of the year. They played much better. I just feel like Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf. They got uh, Gerald Everett from uh, from the Rams. From the Rams, a really good tight end. I think that's going to open up the middle of the field so much, and their new offense. Their new offense this year, I feel like, is going to be more to get the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands. So stop running long play action, just bombs deep down the field. That was their problem last year. Teams figured out you could just play too deep and just wait for them to run play action deep passes. If you got to have more quick, get the ball to receivers, get them out, get get the ball out. And then I also think their 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 uh, running backs are going to be better this year with Chris Carson 
is going to be healthy. He's been looking like a beast. I mean, that they should all look like that. But, and then uh, Penny, their draft pick like four years, three or four years ago, they're uh, running back. Yeah. He's, he's actually healthy and dropped a lot of weight. So he's saying he's feeling really good. Wait, and then they also you, have DJ Dallas. But didn't you just say, pretty good. didn't you just say, give Easy Elliott crap for being in shape? So basically you're saying yeah. good job for doing your yeah. job or shot Penny? Yeah, well, I'm saying, well, well, he was heavier, and that's what they used to play with, but then after he hurt his knee, he decided to go lighter, which okay. is smarter on your joints. Right. And he's been looking like a beast. If he, if he can be good, that could be good. And I think the tight end room all overall is pretty good. I mean, Disley's been hurt, but he's a really good blocker. And then they have Cody Parkinson, who didn't play in here, but was like six seven, and I, I know how good he is because I think, again, like, Two or three years ago against the Beavers, he had like four touchdown catches, and they literally like anytime they got within like twenty yards of the end zone, they just tossed it up to him and caught it. All right, it pretty embarrassing. That's a lot of Seahawk talk right there, but you guys all love your Seahawks. I get it. So once yeah, again, guys, go Hawks. Once again, we're going to recap this. So I have my worst. I'm going to go worst to first, and then Jordan will go. I got the Cards at eight and nine, Seahawks ten and seven, Niners eleven and six, Rams twelve and five. Now, once again, if you guys see that in mind, they're two games away from each other. I, it could go easily. It could go Seahawks, Niners, Rams. Yes. It could go any any which way. It could go. This is the most parody we've and we're going to see. Like this division is going to get three teams in the playoffs. Oh, 100 percent. I agree with you, 100 percent. So, who is your worst first? Cards at seven and ten, Niners at eleven and six, Rams at eleven and six, and Seahawks at thirteen and four. We're going to basically we're going to beat up on our, each other in this division. There's not 100. percent They might beat like lose like. 10 games out of side of division or something like yeah something like it's that. gonna be it's something gonna be ridiculous. it's gonna be a very good division to watch um so there's our pick guys for our uh nfc over unders i'll post these on twitter so you guys can see them and we'll come back to these later in the year and see what we're doing so far so right now let's take one more break and we'll come back and we'll wrap up the show all right here we go thank you to cal's beauty Take control of your account and make interacting with Calitz PUD easy with Smart Hub. Through Smart Hub, you'll be able to view detailed usage information, make a payment, enroll in programs, set account notifications, and much more. You'll also receive important news and information about Calitz PUD and can quickly contact us with any issues regarding your service. You'll be able to put yourself in the driver's seat of your Calitz PUD account. Smart management, smart life, Smart Hub. All right, and we're back here, guys, to wrap up the show. Uh, we're going to finish off today with the best things about summer. With summer wrapping up, guys, it's been a great summer so far. Getting out to get back after the whole summer of having to be inside. It's been nice to get outside and do some things right now. I'm going to start off with the best thing about summer, guys. This is me and my brother's favorite things about summer. And I, this is going to be kind of weird to say, but it's... This isn't mine. This is yours. This is mine. This is my favorite thing about my favorite thing about summer is drinking water from a hose you don't do it any other time except from the summer you drink water from a hose you get that rubbery metallic taste in your mouth you know you can beat any disease known to mankind you don't know what's in there it could have been a slug that went up inside that hose and you drink that water and it just makes it so refreshing and for you football guys out there you know what i'm talking about you get that water you get that break from the water hose you get that break and you go over to the water hose you turn it on it's the most refreshing water ever and it's come from a hose that's mine. Drinking yeah. water from a hose is unbelievable. It's it's hands down one of the best things about summer. Yeah, or drinking out of those water horses, like a PVC pipe on uh, saw horses. With, yeah, that's uh, that someone made randomly. Yeah, yeah some, like, the shop, hey, the shop, see the shop, the shop kids made it like a week yeah. ago before for the for A plus extra credit. Yeah, definitely not food grade. 
uh, plastic. Definitely, like, the sun is baking the water. Like, you're getting some nice plastic in your water. I hope you love that. Oh, yeah. You're but getting... we should bottle it. You could bottle that, like, hose water. And yes. People would buy it. If you said people this is 100% hose water from my backyard and you put it, like, in the grocery store and you only sold it during the summer that would sell out. That's a million dollar idea. And then when also the big thing that I'm saying with this yeah. is you take the, when you pop the top, it looks like a hose. Yeah. That's the what I'm saying. The cap is like a fitting, a hose yes. fitting. Hose yeah, water coming to a sure. store near you. All right. So what about like drinking out of a sprinkler? That that, the that's the thing? same thing. Yeah. Drinking from a sprinkler. It's the same thing. You like, you, yeah, you just go like, you do know, you remember, just, do you remember when we were little at the baseball field, someone put their head in front of like those huge sprinklers. Oh yeah. So I know this story. So this was, uh, this was, I must shout out Adrian Stubb. We are going to soccer practice. So at the center, that you used to just literally there's a park right across from the from the middle school and elementary school so you just walk over and had practice after school we'd had soccer practice and adrian i mean this is baseball practice adrian stubb we saw the giant sprinklers the huge ones that they use it like out in like pastures and stuff he thought it'd be a good idea to jump in front of it and it hit him in the eye and he was out for the rest of the year with eye damage because he jumped in front of the sprinkler and it just wrecked him yeah it shoots water like 200 or like a hundred yards and you're like, yeah, let's get in front of that. Yeah. We were dumb and young. So, okay. So that's my yeah. favorite one. What's your favorite thing? I just like getting out on the water, you know, just like I got some paddle boards and then boats and then drinking on water or near water. Drinking on and or near or, water. Yes. That's my, if you can do that during the day, it's awesome. It's the best. Also it wakes her sometimes and that's, you know this. That's what I like. You know this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna discredit it. I know that's fine. I know people like that. I am not a big water guy. I'm just yeah. Not. There's tons of people who are not water guys. You just don't trust. Humans not. aren't supposed to be in the water. So uh, but here's the thing that's crazy: is my wife goes, "Oh, but you're not a good swimmer." No, that's the actually contrary to belief. I actually am a very good swimmer. I just don't like getting in yeah. the water and getting we wet. To, we took swimming lessons for Andrew and I are actually really good. Like would take like I think we took like five to six years of swimming lessons. Yes, hundred percent. Like, I, I mean, we can swim like we would have to do like that, like not the big Olympic pool, but like well, no, we the did. diving pool. We went to the we one in Kelso. Swim underwater. I know, but remember we would have to like swim underwater like three times back and yes. did all the swim techniques and yes. like we would have to tread water. We were like 10 and we'd have to like tread water for like five minutes or yes. 10 minutes at a time. Uh, yes, this and is very like, true. We could have, they were like, we could have been lifeguards, all right? But yes. We weren't like going to win any Olympic medals at swimming. We could just swim. Like, we I could just swim. swim. And by the way, shout out to my mom who took us there. And this is a true story. We went, yeah. we went to, we we lived in the center. We would drive to Kelso. One time we drove to Kelso. We did our swim lessons on the way back. We ran out of gas. We weren't, we yeah. weren't very, we were not very old. And my mother, who is an amazing mom, decided that it would be a good idea to run out of gas and not put gas in the car because she thought she could make it, and we were stuck on the side of the road until some nice people picked us up and took us to get a gas can. True there story. no cell phones then. Too. Yeah, no cell phones. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, my number two favorite thing about the summer is the ice cream truck, the ice cream truck coming yeah. by, because you don't get it all the time. You, and by the way, in here in Longview and where you live in Battleground, there you don't get ice cream trucks very often at all because it's not a big yeah. thing here. But when you do get yeah, it, when I, you get it. Yeah. When, uh, when I was in, I lived in Portland. We, you would, every day, 
it would we it would come by. I wouldn't stop. I mean, I was at work, but every like at night you could hear it behind us. Oh yeah. But yeah, buying buying things off the street is way cooler than buying them in a store. A hundred percent. It's way better. You don't know what you're getting. It's like a cool factor too. Like hey. But do they take cards now, or is it only? Cards? I have no idea. They don't have like no one's developed. No one's gotten a square piece for their cell phone yet. I think you know what? I think you if you are smart, you would because I don't ever carry cash. Are you a cash carrier? Yeah. Uh no. Neither. I think it's going away pretty soon. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I don't carry cash, but my I love doing that. Like you said, buying something on the street. Like if you heard the ice cream man, you were sprinting out of your house and so you'll yeah. find this ice cream and you didn't know like, where it was but you are sprinting out you're finding him you're stopping him and then you like what i would buy choco taco love a choco taco yeah. unbelievable yeah jordan what was your I pick like the push up push pop the push up push pop push up we push both up, agree yeah. that the crappy baseball glove with the terrible mint yeah. uh, the mint uh bubble gum yeah. was terrible it was terrible that yeah. was good no what everyone says now they remember getting is the spongebob we were too old SpongeBob SquarePants yeah. one. I don't ever remember getting that one because we were too old. We we were too old. We were too old. But yeah, SpongeBob was like big when we were like like I was in high school. I remember. Yeah, but yeah, even to this day, if I hear the ice cream man, even this day at thirty six, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna buy an ice cream cone. Like I'm running to go. There's buy no ice one cream. coming up where you live though. No, not where I live, but at mom and dad's house, the ice cream guy still comes by. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sprinting out of our. I'm sprinting out of my mom and dad's house at thirty six. <laughs> Get out of the way. And I'm just like moving kids out of the way. I'm George Costanza. You're like, yeah. George, George Costanza, Costanza trying to get out of there. And just like, dude, no, I'm getting this. Um, okay. I'm what's your second one? Uh, second one, uh, going to baseball games. Oh, yes. I, I can't wait for if Portland ever gets a baseball team. That would be the best thing ever. So you and I are both Mariner fans. Would you defect from the Mariners and be a Portland fan? I would. I would do this. Whoever gets to the World Series first gets my fandom. We could be waiting a long but time. It will, maybe. Maybe. Whoever gets it. I'm going to root for both. I am too. If Portland gets to the World Series before, they will be my number You're not one saying team. win. You're just saying get to a World Series. Get to a World Series because guess who's never been there? The only team ever. Mariners. The Mariners. They can't, they can't do it. No, they can't. They, they can't. By the so, way, I got yeah. on the bandwagon this year, and ever since I got on the bandwagon, it's been nothing but they suck. They, they suck made now. a terrible trade. They made a terrible trade for their closer. That was and now the worst. Lost, like every game, like one to, by yes, one run. It has been. And uh, they like it was terrible. It was a terrible trade. So here in Longview, here in Longview, we have the Cowles County Bears. You are close enough to the Raptors. I love going to yeah. Cowles County Bear games. They're awesome. I love going to the small market team, like the very, very small. It's like do they do they sell alcohol there? They do. They have Dollar Beer Night. Oh, yeah. Because well, you guys, because the Raptors, are, the Raptors are I on a high school field. Rainier's. Oh, yeah. That's why they can't. Okay. But yeah, you used to go to the Rainier games. Yeah, that was fun. Rainier games are awesome. Yeah, I remember was, my wife and I would go, and we we went to a couple of them. I love the Rainier. I would yeah. like them so much. I and bought I a Rainier hat. To, I would go to a ton of Mariners. I'd probably go to ten Mariners games a year when I lived up there. And you I were at the Felix the game. Best sporting event ever. You can't be beat because you don't know when they're going to happen. I went to a perfect game. Yep, you were there. You were at the Felix game. You were there. Yep, I was front row in right field. It was awesome. My, me and my buddies. 
It there was you go. One of the best things ever. I love baseball games. All right. Yep. Uh, second or my third favorite one. I think we can both agree on this last one is just, is just cooking outside in general. Yes. On Co- flame. On flame, like a caveman, grilling meat, yes. cooking meat, anything you need to do. Cooking outside is just way better. I don't care if it's 100 degrees yeah. outside. I'm going to sit over my over my barbecue, and I'm going to cook some hot dogs, hamburgers, or a steak or something like that. I'm going to cook. It's, it's awesome. I love it. That's a good one. It Nothing is. Like but here's the thing, and we're both going to agree with this. If you say you are going to barbecue and you are cooking hot dogs and hamburgers, you need to be slapped yeah. in the face. You are not. You're grilling. You're grilling. There's a difference. There's grilling and there's barbecuing. And then there's smoking. Yeah. There's three different things. There's three completely different things. Don't mess up. If you tell me you're going to barbecue and I show up and I have a f- hot dog, I'm going to be pissed. I want, if you're in a barbecue, you better have some pulled pork or some, or a brisket or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree with that. You can't be missing up the nomenclature. Yeah, you can't. Okay. And our last thing before we go, guys, we have to say goodbye to a legend of the game. Someone that we both grew up watching, someone who we both thought was like the coolest guy ever with his sunglasses and his hat. Bobby Bowden died at 91. Yeah. Bobby Bowden was awesome. He was. I loved Florida State back in the day. You, we it both was did. Awesome it was just like, he was like, he was ahead of his time because he was like, yeah, I don't treat my, he kind of reminds me of Jimmy Johnson. How he's like, yeah, I'm not going to treat my players the same. Yeah, exactly. The ones who are really good, really good. Like, like, do you think Peter Wark ever went to school, Jordan? Do you think Peter Wark ever went to a class? No. (laughs) It's stupid they make him go to school anyways. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just like it was – he was ahead of his time. I mean, I just really liked watching him. I did too. If you go and watch those Florida State teams, I mean, that that Peter Wark, Wark Dunn, Derek Brooks, uh, Deion Sanders – how about Chris Winky at thirty, like thirty nine years old, winning the, winning the yeah. Heisman Trophy? Uh, I uh, I also just always loved Florida State versus Miami back in the day. Oh, that the was early like my uh, favorite. early that was like my favorite non Pac twelve kind of game. To which, watch by the way, speaking the speaking of Florida State Miami, another solid visor game. Remember when Miami used to come oh, out in the different so colored many visors? visors? So many visors. So many visors. I mean, we can have a, we can have a podcast. The key that was probably the accessory bowl. There's probably no more accessories worn than during the like, unless nowadays where those kids wear like 15 thin wristbands. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know about. what you're like, talking about. I know what you're talking about. I'm like, dude, why? Yeah, <laughs> wear one big one, dude. I've if you could have, yeah. we could do a podcast just alone on the 2001 Miami Hurricanes, but that's a different. I could but, do a pod. My favorite would be a podcast on like all the equipment. Like the junk equipment you got sold in like the mid early two thousands, oh, yeah. you know, like cowboy collars, neck rolls. Oh my god, uh, black no. jacket. Oh, dude, uh, that's that's a whole other yeah, topic. We could the we gloves, could gloves exploded then. They did, but uh, yeah, back to Bobby Bowden. Just a just an yeah. unbelievable good guy, great coach. I loved watching him. I mean, yeah. I, he was just. I mean, his iconic look of him with his his Oakley sunglasses or his Nike Oakley sunglasses. Rap. Oakley yeah. wraps and then his giant straw hat that he wore everywhere. Yeah. Just an unbelievable dude, a great and guy. You can't be, you can't be, uh, is it Chief uh, Osceola or whatever? 
oh, coming yeah. out and dropping the spear in the middle of the flame spear in the middle of the field. Oh, yeah. That's got it. And Bobby Bowden, <laughs> if people don't know this, Bobby Bowden, he got to Florida State. They were terrible. They were not a very good team, oh, and he completely flipped it on the switch. I, yeah, they they might have been like an old girl's school. I don't know what it was, but they were not don't very good. Don't quote me on that. We're not going to. Like, they might not have a football. They might not have had a – let me. I I don't want to look it up right now, but don't quote me on that. Never mind. We, 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 we take that back. That that, that didn't yeah, happen. Take so that back. Yeah, once again, that guys, we're gonna wrap this up. Thank you to Bobby Bowden for being an unbelievable yeah. dude. Thank you, Jordan, for joining us today. Uh, thank you, guys. Hope to see you guys next time. Listen to us. Oh, also, you guys can catch us up. Uh, catch us on Instagram and Twitter at um at Upper Left Sports. That's where we're at on both um on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thank you, guys. Hope uh, hope you guys had a good time today. So did I, Jordan. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, I had a great podcast. Everyone have a great week, and I'll talk to you guys later. All right, guys. See you guys in the next one.